Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the very best podcast on video game development and the lifestyles of those video game developers. This is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast, and I brought back a special friend of mine who's also going to be the brand new co-host of the show from now on, Mr. Brandon Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yes, barely made the cut after 50 episodes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Larry, for that introduction. Please welcome our special guest this week, Leo. Gonzalez. Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks up, for having me back. Oh, you've been on the show before? No way. <laughs> uh, so this, and, I think this is your third time actually. Third, you've been on the show the most out of our guests, and that's how really? much we like you. I, I was pretty sure it was seventeenth. Seventeenth. But <laughs> well, what's interesting recording. is I gotta I gotta say this because already if I was the audience, I'd be like, oh, they've uh, reached the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> they ran out of interview guests and topics. <laughs> So they're they grab talk the custodian about, yeah, exactly. down the hallway. It's like, come here, man. <laughs> we need someone. But no, we actually have a really good discussion point for this episode. And it just so happened to be that this is something else that Leo has on his resume and a notch on his belt, feather in his cap. Brandon, why don't you introduce the audience to the... Yeah, Leo is a very interesting character and he has his finger in many pots. And so <laughs> uh, this pot that we're discussing this week is about Unreal Dev Grant. So Leo's been there. He has done that, and he's been a grantee of their ultimate package, which is what? What would you say? 11K of Coke you bought? It's <laughs> Coke. <laughs> 11,000 Monopoly bucks. Yeah. So a good chunk, right? So I ought to get out of jail free cards. Yeah. So Leo is actually the recipient of the Unreal uh, Dev Grant. Yes. It's, a, it's a fund that Unreal's put together, which is basically it highlights community developers or. Um, well, I guess it just highlights people who are doing really good stuff in Unreal, and they're giving them, you know, like a cash, not necessarily award, but a cash incentive to help them with, you know, X, Y, and Z that's going to push or promote their product or their project. Leo, you know more about this than I do. I've probably already butchered the explanation, but why don't you take <laughs> us through, you know, your Unreal Dev Grant pro? Actually, yeah, just I'll let you start it off. Sorry, <laughs> we'll, we'll clean it up in the minute. It's, no, it's, it's okay. It's pretty much what you said. It's um, Oh, perfect. So, yeah, so we can pretty much end this now. <laughs> Shortest <laughs> podcast no. ever. No, it's uh, so like Epic is crazy supportive of the community. Um, and I'm not, they didn't pay me to say this or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm speaking out of my own observation. And they're so supportive of the community. They want so many people to do so much cool stuff that they basically said, hey, we're going to put aside, um, I think it's like five million bucks. Yeah. And I'll jump on their Unreal Dev page. But uh, yeah, they set aside a ton of money in the millions. And their goal is just to basically incentivize people to do cool stuff with Unreal, right? And uh, that's basically it. They're like, here's a bunch of money. We're going to wave it in your face. Go do something cool. 
oh, you did something cool? Okay, here's some money. Here's some money for you. Here's some money for you. Here's some funny money for you. Um, as long as you do really cool uh, kind of innovative stuff, they look at it. It's a case-by-case -case basis, and not everybody that applies is going to get one. Um, but it doesn't hurt to try. And the cool thing about the Unreal Dev Grant program is that a lot of people think, oh, well, you got to be making, you know, the next indie game, right? Like the next vanishing of Ethan Carter or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's not true at all. Uh, they're really looking for anything that's cool with Unreal 4. So, for example, not just games, but if you make a product with it, right? Like, let's say you do some cool architectural visualization stuff. Um, say, for example, you build a piece of software based off Unreal that lets uh, clients, whoever those clients are, uh, jump into Unreal, walk around, say, a really cool condo in Manhattan. Um, and that's used, you know, for example, say it's going to be used by um, developers or, you know, real estate companies and stuff to try to sell these condos to, you know, high-paying customers or whatever. Um, a project like that can get you a dev grant. Uh, also, education. So if you're – and that's how – that was my end was education. So, like, if you uh, are working on really awesome tutorials, right, and you're supporting the education in the Unreal community, uh, which is what I've been doing for the better part of the past two years, including this one, um, then they'll support you by, you know, offering you these dev grants, and it's basically free money. So, it's not like a lot of people don't know how grants work, um, but it's literally free money. So there's no strings attached. It's not like they're giving you, you know, 10, 12, 15K and you say you start working on a project and you never finish it or it doesn't become some big seller on Steam or something like that. They don't come back and say, okay, you got to give us the money back. Mm. Um, so it's pretty much taking a risk on their part, but they're fine with that. They, they already know that they're doing that. They're, they're doing it on purpose because they don't mind taking that risk and um, the hope is that it'll spark uh, creativity, new products, not just in games, but in you know enterprise stuff like architectural visualization, also education, so tutorials, training, stuff like that. Um, and if they can get that stuff going, then it's good for them because it means more people want to use Unreal 4, more people are learning Unreal 4. And Unreal 4 starts to kind of spread out more and um, get a bigger and bigger uh, user base. Awesome. Nice. So how do I um, get them to buy in on something that's maybe not educational and not game related, but just conceptual? Do you have to come at them with a fully functioning product or can you come at them with uh, like a concept or an idea? Do you know? That's a really good question. And the answer is pretty simple. <laughs> you gotta put your you gotta put your money where your mouth is. Uh, you cannot just be some dude who decided, oh well, I'm gonna take advantage and I'm going to sketch out an idea and draw some stick figures in a napkin and stuff and just be like, I have the next big Final Fantasy video game idea. It's gonna run on Unreal Engine four. It's gonna have like five thousand players on one server. <laughs> it's gonna be the best game ever. Um, if you send that to them, you probably won't hear back from them ever again. Mm. Uh, so you can't just send them concepts and ideas. 
So the Dev Grant program isn't designed to get you to you know get your butt off the couch and come up with an idea. <laughs> it's meant more for for people or teams that have already come up with an idea, right? For say a new game, right? Say a new platformer game, um, and you have to already have the idea started. So you have to already have like a prototype going inside of Unreal Engine 4, um, which proves that, you know, you're not just doing this for a quick buck, but you're really invested in it. You and your team of indies or whatever have already started laying the groundwork. You've already got, you know, your game design document done or working on it. You've already got a prototype that you can load up in Unreal Engine 4 and play around with it and stuff. They need to see that you're you're pretty serious and passionate, and that you've already started uh, the process. And really, what you need is some money to maybe um, say you're two buddies, right, making a new game, and one of you's a programmer, the other one's a level designer, right? Uh, but you don't have any art. You need concept art, or maybe you need some characters made, right? Maybe you're making a zombie game, and you need characters. Uh, a lot of that stuff can be found on the Unreal Marketplace, but most of that stuff is not free, right? So once you have a prototype work and say you got a zombie shooter game that works online and your programmer buddy already has the functionality working online, but you're currently, you don't have zombies, you have like the Unreal default character, that little gray mannequin dude. Those like right? art school pose yeah. mannequin guys. Exactly. <laughs> But you can see that the prototype works. You can see that these zombie guys run around, they attack. You got a full game mode fleshed out and stuff. Once uh, Epic sees that, they go, holy crap, these guys have a prototype done. Um, they need money. They need to be able to go out and either hire a character artist with really you know decent skills or uh, they need money so that they can jump on the Unreal Marketplace and buy like a character pack with animations weapons for the players like shotguns and stuff so that's kind of where the epic dev brand comes in uh, once you're ready to show them the prototype that's when they really want you to contact them and and get the ball rolling on the mm. dev grant yeah i mean what's interesting about this story is kind of tying in from what we talked about in the last episode larry uh it's about like if you're trying to test uh the indie ground like going out on your own there are definitely avenues something like the Royal Dev Grant or other different things to test your idea in a way where uh, just giving yourself a little momentum uh, before quitting all the way. So mm -hmm. something like this, like Leo's story, like he has an idea, Unreal, uh, using Unreal, and he went straight to the source, he applied, he got the grant, so now he has some funding to at least play it out a bit more before he becomes fully self-sustainable right and I, I think that's the key thing too uh most of our listeners are uh in in a in a place where there's a conceptual stage right and, and this is the thing right unreal has a limited even though they have five million dollars to spare right there's a limited uh, amount of seats to hand out uh this five million dollars too right so what is the best pitch, right? If you just turn in your folded napkin with stick figures on them uh, versus a person who actually has done something with their spare time using the Unreal Engine, obviously you will go over someone with more substance, right? The guy who has something running, even though it's not great, but you can see the potential. 
Uh, so if you're the type of person that would like to test an idea by writing or drawing something on a piece of napkin, <laughs> you would, should really tread very lightly in the indie ground because you're, you're yourself uh, are telling yourself that you're not ready <laughs> to do anything without any substantial ground. And if you're not willing to struggle, if you're not willing to take risk, then you're in no place to, to even put yourself in that situation. So, uh, you know, like this application process that you're going through, I'm sure there's, uh, it's all laid out on the website, but can you kind of, kind of, kind of go through what that's like, at least on a personal level, like what exactly did you do? And because you, yeah, you, you yeah. applied pretty early, right? You applied right when they announced it. One of the, yeah, I can, programs. I can tell you, uh, I'm sure everybody's experience isn't exactly the same, but it's, it's more or less the same in the sense of the way the process works and everything. But I could tell you about like uh, my experience um, when I decided to apply and what preparations I made before I applied because I didn't just go late, you know, one night and say, well, let me send them an email with some screenshots and stuff and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. I actually, um, it sounds stupid, but I don't know, like some people don't like read directions fully and yeah. they just kind of jump in gung ho. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the website, and I'm actually on there right now, I can actually read you a short uh, description of what are Unreal Dev Grants. So Epic has created a $5 million development fund to provide financial grants to innovative projects built in and around Unreal Engine 4. So that's, that's a really important key that they're telling you right there. They're looking for innovative stuff that's built in. So, you know, a video game, for example, is built in Unreal Engine 4 or around Unreal Engine 4. So what could, what does that mean? What could be something that's built around Unreal? Well, education, right? Mm-hmm. Tutorials aren't a video game. It's something that's built around Unreal Engine 4 because there's videos, there's project example files. There could even be a PowerPoint presentation to explain an arbitrary concept to someone, right? So education is a great example of something that's built around Unreal Engine 4. And an indie game is a good example of something that's built in Unreal Engine 4. And again, innovative is kind of the key word. Um, so continuing on, awards range from $5,000 to $50,000. So that's another important thing to understand. Like you might look first and, and see the $5 million part at the beginning and go, whoa, if I do something really cool, maybe they'll give me $2 million. Uh, that's not the case. They actually have a limit of $50,000. And they don't give that $50,000 very often. You can see on the same uh, web page on their website, you can actually see um, some of the most recent grant recipients. And it's a lot of like indie video game teams. So there's guys working on a bunch of like different games. And as I look through them, the one with the highest grant amount is a game called Nello. For those that haven't seen it, it's a pretty badass game um, made by about three people which is insane, uh, but it looks freaking awesome. And I haven't played it, but I've seen like the gameplay videos. It looks pretty sick. It's very, it looks very fluid, um, very professional. And they got $20,000. So they didn't even get the full 50K. Yeah. Um, so that's something to think about depending on the type of project that you're doing or how impressive or not impressive it is. It, it can determine how much you get. You know, Do you get the low end, which is the $5,000 minimum? Or you get the higher end, which is fifty thousand, 
uh, dollars, which I actually don't know if anyone's gotten that. Maybe someone has. I, I don't really know. I have to do research. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I anyway. mean, well, they they might be holding it out there too. It's like one of those ten point oh scores mm-hmm. where, like, yeah. all right, even though this is the best I've ever seen, nine point nine. Mm-hmm. So they're just <laughs> because mm-hmm. they. It's really hard to set a standard for fifty thousand because then people would be like, "Well, I'm as good as that guy, so why, mm-hmm. why am I not getting the same?" So maybe it's just yeah. that high number in this guy. That fifty k might just be there to corral expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, like no one's gonna yeah. go into that conversation thinking like, "Oh, this is at least worth a million dollars." You know, like, no, come on, man, mm-hmm. we're, we're not here for that kind of cheddar. Yeah, no, this is great because it's it's uh, you know, if you get like ten k or something. In the grand scheme of things, you might think, well, geez, there's no way that I can make, you know, my AAA dream fantasy game with 10K. But it is good enough to prototype stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these indie prototypes, and I'm an experienced UE4 developer, and I can build, I've done it in the past, I can build an entire prototype of a multiplayer first-person shooter game or whatever. I've done it before. Um, and I can do it in like, I created one prototype once for this Captivate conference thing here in Austin, and it literally, I did it in a weekend. It was a single player, first person shooter, zombie game. I used all, only the assets that come with UE4, so like the starter content. Mm -hmm. And I also, I needed zombies, so I got the the Mixamo character pack that's free Mm -hmm. on the marketplace. And it's got like seven different characters, and uh, one of them happens to be a zombie with like uh, one of those medical patient gowns or whatever, where you could see like your butt crack to the back and stuff. <laughs> and uh, it was it was the perfect zombie model, so I used that. Had some running and sprinting animations. I went online. I found the like a website that had like free uh, open source license or whatever um, sound effects. So I found like growling zombie sound effects and stuff. Threw them all in there in one weekend, two days. It was like a little mini game jam in my apartment. And um, I took it to Captivate and I showed people and they they loved it. Like my presentation was, uh, when I finished it, one of the organizers of the Captivate conference thing came up to me and was like, dude, your presentation was the most jam-packed one. You had the most audience members in yours. Mm-hmm. And they didn't leave. Like normally I've done like... Um, conference stuff where you'll start off with like 100 or 200 people in the audience and about 30 minutes in like 20% of people have left they went to go get a drink eat or they just got bored and left uh this time that didn't happen like it was like 100% viewer retention which was pretty cool and that's never happened before yeah exactly but um, uh, prototypes can be done pretty easily in Unreal 4 uh, if you have just a handful of people that know what they're doing and are pretty passionate and stuff. So like 10K or 20K or whatever uh, can actually go a long way with helping you buy those marketplace assets, maybe hire a concept artist or an animator or something like that. You know, you just you always need that, that one specialty that you don't have, a character artist or, or maybe a really good... Um, concept artist or something like that and that 10k can be enough to hire um, like a pretty good artist for say a couple of weeks mm-hmm. you know give them their freelance rate and pay them get your stuff and get your prototype 
going moving along the way. Um, yeah, yeah, so it, the money definitely helps. Well, it's like it, it, if you can manage five thousand dollars and stretch that dollar, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It's a higher chance that you can manage fifty thousand or something, right? So vice versa, if you can't manage five thousand, then it's a good test bet to say that you're not going to make it <laughs> with fifty thousand or more. Like it's very smart how they they section it out, and I think they have really good people who are actually uh, splitting this money up to to place their bets, sorta in a way. Uh, yeah, I, I it's going to be very interesting to see what their fifty thousand dollar grant will look like, and I think it's going to be something like an established somewhat indie company that's shipped something before and mm-hmm. is like promising like a god game of some sort in unreal where they themselves have trouble making you know what i mean it's got to mm-hmm. be something spectacular so yeah i don't know um they could have awarded a fifty thousand dollar grant at some point in the past and i just don't know about it like like i said you'd have to do some research and try to dig through the internet and try to see like if anyone's gotten a $50,000 grant because the ones that are listed on the grant page there's like nine yeah that's just a list of nine and I know they've given more than nine grants right but this is the, uh, the a list one. of the recent so out of the recent ones 20k is the, the highest so yeah I don't know about that um, but anyway those are pretty much like the rules of the dev grant thing. Uh, it's five million dollars total. You can get anywhere from five to fifty thousand. No strings attached. You own everything, so it's not like they're investing in your little video game company or your IP. They don't own your IP. They don't own your content. It, it's literally free money. There's no secret, you know, fine print or anything like that. Well, what about advertising? Do they get any sort of like, hey, this is what somebody did in Unreal? Like, do they get, do they ask for any sort of rights like that or any promotional rights or exclusivities or anything like that? No, they, they don't, at least not with me. In my experience, they, um, so I'll tell you about my experience. I actually applied for the Dev Grant back in October of last year, so 2015. I don't know why it took me so long to figure that out. It was just last year. Um, so in October, I applied for the grant, went on the website, you know, followed the instructions, sent in all the info, everything they were asking for, didn't hear back from them. And on the dev grant website, they actually say, um, I can't really find it. I thought I read it somewhere. It might be on the forums or something. But I know I read somewhere on the Unreal website that um, it was basically something along the lines of, don't call us, we'll call you. (laughs) So send us your stuff. Mm -hmm. If you don't really hear from us, then it's probably not looking too good. (laughs) But if we are going to give you a grant, you'll definitely hear from us. But they don't tell you how long that'll take. So with me, I applied in October of last year. And I didn't hear back at all. I didn't get a confirmation email, not that I remember. I didn't get anything. And um, after like a couple of months passed, I was like, you know what? They didn't like what I sent in. I'm I'm not going to – I didn't get approved for a death grant. All right, that's cool. It was worth a shot. And then months and months passed by and nothing. So I had already kind of forgotten about it. And then from October, I think it was in – 
in March, I want to say. Oh, no, no. It, it may have been April. So it was like many, many months afterwards. Um, one day, like on a Tuesday or a Monday or something, I get an email in the morning, you know, check my email after I drove into work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it basically said in like one or two sentences like, oh, hey, congrats. Uh, you've been approved for Dev Grant. Please send us your bank account info so we can wire you the money. <laughs> and I was just like, this is fake. This has got to be like a, like a phishing email or something like that. Somebody must have hacked yeah. Epic, <laughs> stolen emails from people that they had in their email list or whatever, and they're trying to get people's bank account info. Yeah, it's like, so at first, it's yeah, at first I was yeah. like, no. Dear Leo, I am the Nigerian <laughs> prince. I have partnered with Epic Games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. It's a prince, for God's sake. <laughs> partnered with Epic Games. I'm with, <laughs> I'm with Epic Games Liberia. Um, yeah, so I thought... I thought it was a total uh, scam yeah, it's, or whatever. It's very scammy the way they worded it up. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really weird email. I still have it somewhere. I'd have to search for it. But um, anyway, I was at work, so I was kind of busy, and I was like, "That's ah, really weird." Well, when I get a chance, I'll, I'll call them because I know a couple of people over there. So I was like, "I'll just call them and see if they can dig around and see if the grant's real or not." I don't think it was. But um, before I even got a chance to call, I got another email from somebody. I think it was somebody in, like, Epic's finance department. And it was a more detailed email. It was, like, a more formal thing from someone, like, saying, uh, hey, congratulations, you've been approved for an Epic dev grant of so-and-so, you know, $11,000 or whatever. Um, these, this is the information that we need. Here's the phone number. Here's the info for the finance person or whatever to talk to. Please let us know if you have any questions or anything. So then I was like, oh, okay, now this is this is definitely legit. So I got in touch with Epic uh, just to double check. And, uh, yeah, they let me know. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's real. Uh, nobody hacked our email and stuff. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. And, um, yeah, it was like on a Monday. And the money was in my bank account like by Wednesday, I think it was. So Damn. it was a really fast turnaround. It was like, take the money. Just take it. Take it already. <laughs> That's not uh-huh. that's not exactly a fuck you I quit type of money grant, but having 10k <laughs> in your bank account a couple of days later is pretty cool. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a a life not a quarter life changing amount. You know, like you, I can do it's, something with this. It's a Monday morning blues changer. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a good weekly. <laughs> Update. You'll be you'll be in a better mood when you're stuck in traffic on your commute home from work. Yeah. The way the way I look at it is that's the type of money where you won't quit your job. Yeah. But yeah. nobody better give you any shit that <laughs> yeah. you're unwilling to take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might be no. just enough that if you're in a bad mood, you'll say fuck it. Yeah. You won't be <laughs> throwing Benjamins at people that you pass by. Maybe like a quarter. I would throw a couple quarters. <laughs> Be like the guys at night at the Roxbury. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. George Washington. Yeah. But that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. That's um but I, I think the way your 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 process of breaking down uh how to apply mm-hmm. I think is probably why you actually succeeded in getting their attention. Like I think people do kind of glance over instructions and don't yeah. really latch over every single type of wording because risk one thing you can be sure is that when epic launches 
$5 million for that year. Like their lawyer, plenty of eyes have actually scanned through every single rule that they wrote down to make sure there's no loopholes, to make sure everything's clear, and to make sure to, to communicate it uh, uh, the fastest way possible without like convoluting or confusing anyone. So yeah. it's respectful to actually pay attention to what they write and do what you can to abide by it. And yeah. uh, even that first sentence that you wrote, 90% uh, of people that applied did not get it. <laughs> yeah. Or 99, even higher, right? Like, they, they probably yeah. just had an idea. They have, like, a little house that they built in Unreal. <laughs> and they just sent that in. It's like, yo, I'm a starving student. Give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> And you know that's true. You know that's true. No, it is. Um, and then I also want to mention about that whole process. So I did say that there's a pro like. So I mentioned earlier I had a strategy mm -hmm. uh, for because you get like you know it's like a lot of things in life you get um, one chance to make a first impression. And I'm not saying that. You only get one shot at applying for a dev grant, and then if you get turned down, you can never apply. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, in fact, I think you can. I think you're free to just keep applying over and over again if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm sure you can do that. But I didn't want to be stuck in that loop of, of doing that. Uh, so I read through the dev grant page very carefully, and it's not like there's a like. A 5,000 page user agreement like when you're signing something for like Microsoft installing Windows 10 or something uh, it's actually super they, it's super simple um, there's literally not that much text on the Unreal Dev website looking at it right now uh, so they're they don't have like these hard rigid instructions they, it's more of like a suggestion and you should probably listen to their suggestion and pay attention because they're trying to tell you something uh, communication is really important and a lot of people suck at communication or interpreting what somebody's trying to tell you. Mm. So there's a little paragraph in light gray at the bottom of the page uh, where it says kind of like, you know, what's next? What's the next step? And it's got an asterisk and it says, tell us about your project, include videos, links, and any other info that shows why you and your project are awesome. So that's really important. Show us why you and your project are awesome. The other way you can read that is, Show us why you and your project deserve our money. That's really what it comes down to. That's how you should read that sentence. And then it says, remember, concepts and ideas are still too early. You should read that as, remember, we don't want some sketches on a napkin. <laughs> okay. And then it says, working prototypes are best. Now, they really can't put it in any more plain English. Working prototypes are best right? They don't want that napkin stuff. They don't want a game design document with the most awesome idea that's going to blow away Final Fantasy or whatever. They want an actual pro. Put your money where your mouth is. Build a prototype. If you want to create a zombie shooter game, have a prototype that actually works because they're telling you prototypes are best. And then finally it says um, if you have a successful crowdfunding campaign or an existing relationship with Epic, let us know. That's kind of important because what they're basically saying with that is if you already threw your thing up on Kickstarter, 
And whether it failed or it succeeded, you know, Kickstarter is going to have some information on there. You're going to be able to see, hey, you know what? They didn't meet their $50,000 goal. Mm -hmm. They got to like 42000 So they failed, but they didn't fail by much. And look at all the comments from people. A lot of people are interested in this cool project that you worked on, right? And you may have just missed your crowdfunding or maybe you did get it. But at least Epic can look at that and go, oh, crap, these people are serious. They went through all the trouble of doing a Kickstarter. Look at their videos. They've got prototypes and stuff. They, they tried to do a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, these people need help. So let's, let's help them out with a really cool project. So if you did a crowdfunding thing like Indiegogo or something, or even put your thing up on Steam Greenlight and it didn't make it through, um, let them know about that stuff because that's going to help plead your case, basically. Uh, you're trying to convince someone to write a check to you. So make sure you do the, the, the most you possibly can yeah. to convince them, right? Uh, so that's pretty much it. In my case, because I was doing, um, I created this, one of the biggest tutorial uh, products that I've ever created. I've done tutorial, lots of tutorials in the past and really big ones, but this one was so big that I broke it up into three. So it's my Unreal Engine uh, three-part series where the first one is um, about game asset creation. Uh, and it's, it's more about working in like Maya and ZBrush and working with substance to create textures and meshes and stuff. And then the second one was um, world building. So taking all the stuff from the first one, throwing it into Unreal, and then you know building efficiently, quickly, intelligently, setting everything up, and then finally the third one was lighting. So how to set up like proper lighting. There's a lot of things that people don't know about lighting for video games. Like they'll crank up their light map resolution and a bunch of stuff like that, and they'll have scenes when they bake lighting. And they're just like, oh man, it looks really good just before I bake lighting, and then after I bake lighting, everything looks horrible. A lot of people actually don't know why that happens. If you go on Unreal forums, um, that's probably one of the most commonly asked questions over and over and over again. Um, understanding like a light mapping system in games is a little bit more of an advanced topic. Um, even people in the AAA uh, games industry uh, can sometimes mess up and not light map UV something correctly and they'll have seams. Mm -hmm. So... I broke all that stuff off into that third volume. So then what I did was uh, I created a trailer for that three-part tutorial series. Um, I also recorded video of the tutorial, like uh, time-lapse stuff. And I took some high-res, like final, you know, high-quality screenshots of the final thing, almost like cover art. And then, of course, I sent them a short description of what the tutorial was what it covered, what it's about, and what the goal of the tutorial is, right? So what am I trying to do with this? Am I trying to help the community? Am I trying to educate people in Unreal 4? You know, the answer obviously is yes to those things. Um, but I put it down in, you know, a short, like two or three paragraph description, sent all that eye candy and everything to them. And, um, you know, I, they didn't tell me, but in, in my mind, I think that's what made the difference, right? They they asked for videos, mm -hmm. so I sent them videos. They asked for links, so I sent them links to um, my personal website, which I need to get back online because it's been <laughs> down for a while and I've been kind of lazy. Um, and then 
uh, they say send us videos, links, and any other info. They don't say screenshots, but I send them screenshots anyway. And uh, that's, you know, I did what they said and, 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 it, and it worked out. So I think if you just take the time to read the instructions and kind of read between the lines and figure out what exactly they want, you give them what they want and you have a pretty good shot at getting one of these dev grants. Yeah, I think that's very applicable to a lot of, let's say, an art test or something, right? They spell it out for you. Uh, and I think the common mistake is that most people would see it as suggestions. <laughs> like, hey, uh, the best choices may be showing us something cool. But if you have something else, we'll love to see, we would love to see that too. So mo most people will see that as suggestions. But someone like Leo, who actually would get the, the grant or the job, would see it as, oh, they want to see a prototype. <laughs> like, they, they want to see this. That's why they suggested it. So I'm just going to do this and see what happens. And I think, uh, yeah, that, that's the key difference right there that most people overlook. They just see certain things and they just go for what's easiest for them more than, like, what's the best choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, agreed. Um I think it's a common mistake, not just with the Dev Grant program, but with like lots of stuff in life. Um, that's why like reading comprehension is really important. <laughs> they're, t they're telling you what you need to do to get this money, so listen to them and do what they tell you to do if you really want that money. If you're, if you're going to have an ego about it and just be like, no, my game design document's a masterpiece. That should be more than enough for yeah. them to go, here's 50K then you're never going to hear back from them. There's a lot of people out there who still think opportunities have their name on it. Like, wow, they came all the way to my door to knock on it. Obviously, that I'm someone special. Like, nah, man, that's not really how it works. Yeah, definitely. So how has been your relationship since the grant? Like, have they been policing? Have they been kind of checking <laughs> in once in a while? Or what? what, what? I, I assume that they kind of are interested in what you're doing afterwards right or is it completely we don't care we just hope and pray that you do something well it's funny you say that because since i've had the money um i've had weird dark crown victorias passing by the house very slowly <laughs> guys with sunglasses in the middle of the night staring at me yeah, yeah. wearing just... earpieces yeah. It's just me and Larry. <laughs> With little UE4 logos on their chest. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Uh, no, it hasn't been like that at all. They uh, they don't police you or, you know, or, like, bug you or anything like that. Um, I have been in touch, and I have kind of, like, a, not the typical relationship uh, with Epic. Um, I, like... I, I know people over there and I'm pretty good at like, I consider myself pretty decent at networking and stuff. So I've always had good communication with them. They've been really cool with me. Like um, not this GDC that just passed, but GDC from 2015. So like March of last year, mm -hmm. they actually invited me to go out to GDC on their dime. So they flew me out, put me up in a hotel and everything. Um, and I was with them at GDC. They had like one of the most awesome uh, booths. They really did. It was like two stories. They had like a VIP lounge. Damn. They had tons of cool VR demos behind closed doors. 
um, it was packed. It was really full. In fact, it was so full that the I guess the company that they hired, whatever, to plan out the booths and stuff, didn't take into account that they were going to be so packed that the um, the interior got really hot. Mm. It was it just wasn't designed for that many people. So it was really hot. So you'd be in there, you'd get hot after like ten minutes, and you'd have to like walk through the show floor to get air conditioning and stuff to like kind of cool off. Um, but that just goes to show you like how popular their booth was. It was just jam packed of people. Uh, they had like live sessions and stuff like to teach you different things in Unreal. So they had some of their guys doing like live, um, I guess live teaching uh, with a microphone and stuff and a big screen and literally like have Unreal 4 open on a computer live on a projector showing you how to do stuff with like, you know, animation, uh, different things like that. So I've had a pretty good uh, relationship with them. Uh, they haven't been like bugging me or anything like that about, hey man, what are, what are, what are you doing with that money? <laughs> you putting it to good use? You better not be going to strip clubs. <laughs> no, they um, without us at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another yeah. thing, right? This is your. I think most this is so you reach this 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 stage, right? That most ninety five percent of people who apply didn't get to, right? And now within that stage of Unreal Dev Grant receiver recipients, right? Now you're trying to go to the top five percent of that, which is you know keeping in in touch mm -hmm. with them. Right, uh, taking advantage that they reach out to you first, or secondly, they responded to you reaching out, but then you're maintaining that relationship because obviously you're continuing to work on Unreal, right? You're, you you love it enough, and right. they see that that you want to build off of that relationship, and so it's it's very much the same way how a student would try to get into the industry, right? And like finally meeting a professional and learning how to follow up with that relationship. So even at the professional level, you meet someone that is in an advantage position that you, you've been in and then like growing that into something even better, right? I think that's something definitely we shouldn't just, uh, like the listeners shouldn't just glance over there. That's pretty hard to do, um, but easy at the same time where they're inviting you to talk to them in a way. So what mm -hmm. do you want to do with that? Do you want yeah, to just receive yeah. the money and just go in your corner and work on that dream game that you've always want to work on? Or you want to just, you know, ask them for advice or talk to them in some form to be like, hey, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. This is life changing. You know, is there anything else that I yeah. can help you guys with? You know? Yeah, networking is one of those things that's really important, uh, not just in the games industry, but. I imagine in, in any industry, whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or a, a real estate agent, you know, networking is super important and it can make the difference between having a mediocre career or an extremely successful one with lots of opportunities, you know, flying your way and stuff. Um, so I just naturally like that. I like to network. Uh, I see the importance and the value in it. So I take advantage and I network as much as I can when the opportunity comes up. But um, just to stay more focused on Unreal Dev, uh, on that topic, on the Dev Grants, uh, they did follow up with, uh, with me. Um, let me see. So I got the grant around April. 
I would say that they reached out and followed up with me once, like in July, maybe June or July. So many months later, they were just they just kind of emailed me and were like, "Hey, how, how's how's how did the Dev Grant money you know work for you and stuff?" And and then we started talking from that, and I told them like what I was doing and stuff with the uh, with Unreal Four training, and then most recently with. Uh, all the GSO stuff and everything. Uh, and that's one thing that I noticed that they're really interested in. They seem to be interested in following up. Not so, not that they don't want to, but not so much uh, like what you would think. You would think that, okay, they're following up because they want results, right? And again, there's no strings attached. So it's not like if they give you the money, they're suddenly your boss and they're going to be like every couple of months like, hey, are you almost done with that game yet? <laughs> be finished. Hurry up and UV map that stuff, man. You're taking forever. Inspire and no, forget. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's more of a hey, we're following up with you because you know, uh paraphrasing here, but you know, we're kinda interested like like how far how much did the dev did, did the dev grant help you? Did it not help you? If it did help you, what have you been able to achieve with it? They're more interested in it in the sense that Oh, it, it did help you? Oh, this is how far you've gotten with it? Oh, tell the world. Can you please like inform people and let them know um, how much this dev grant has helped you so that people can see yeah. that, they can learn more about it. Uh, so it's I guess it's more of a marketing perspective. Yeah, it's a good customer support kind of thing. I mean, their money is riding on it because right. they're seeing it as, yeah, it's like 10000 now, but he might make a million-dollar game someday. Or anything slightly bigger than ten thousand, and or anything really. I mean, you're going out there and you're telling people Unreal Dev Grant, who who have maybe seen it in a post but never thought about it before. But now you're you're at work and it's like I got the Dev Grant. And it's like oh shit, so it's possible. So I should work on Unreal and maybe I'll get a chance. They're very smart with this whole program. Like it's it, I, I I'm sure it's a lot more beneficial than than them just giving out the money right now. Like. Yeah, no, it totally is. And again, it's that whole thing about supporting and building. They're they're building a very large UE4 community, mm-hmm. but they're not just building it in in like Larry said, fire and forget. They're not just building it and going like, oh well, it's it's built. Leave it there. They're building it and then they're nurturing it. They're mm-hmm. growing it. They're maintaining it. They're improving it. Yeah, and listen that's kind of listen up, Google. Yeah, and that's really important because now they're building not just uh, growing the community, but the, the community they already have, yeah. like, loves them. Like, everyone's becoming, like, a fanboy of Epic and Unreal Engine, right? Like, yeah. you, got, you go on the forums and you've got every time, like, they release, like, some, like, like right now, as of now, the new release of Unreal is 4.13. And if you go on the forums where they, you know, the official Unreal guy posts the, the new release notes and stuff, you'll get responses, tons of responses from uh, the community, from people saying stuff like, oh, we love you guys. This is awesome. I can't wait to get home from work and download the new one. You guys are amazing and stuff. So they're building a community and they're, they're growing a very strong bond with that community. And the Dev Grant program is an excellent way of doing that. It's incredibly smart. I can't believe no one else in the game engine uh, industry has thought of doing anything like that. 
I actually, I can't believe that uh, other engine developers uh, who sell to the public uh, haven't started copying Epic Games' uh, community model. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really surprised at that. Yeah. They probably will soon. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's been like... <laughs> not they're cheap. Not they're cheap, yeah. Yeah. It's like but, $5 million. Nah. Yeah. How about a free t-shirt? <laughs> Apply for a free t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make a prototype, you get a keychain. <laughs> yeah. With well, our dev grant, you get a hundred percent cotton. <laughs> oh my god. That's so bad. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I have I've seen ever since they launched this program, like I would say like in that two year span, like Unreal Community has certainly grown. Like I feel I felt like before uh, the indie crowd was unanimously all about Unity. And then, uh, like, AAA guys that go indie would pick Unreal, but mostly because they were uh, familiar com- with it. Familiar with it, right? And now I, I, I see that meter more throttling towards the middle. Like, you got the tool set and the familiarity, but, like, it's becoming more friendly to the indie crowd. So. Mm-hmm. I would say yeah, totally. Yeah, this. I mean, the coolest thing is that there's so many options for people to try things out, right? And this Unreal Dev Grant is, I would say, one of the best ones. <laughs> like picking, you have so many choices with the free engines, right? And I think the first step is always the same: is to like make something first, and then show it off. Uh, and then people will respond based on what you did, right? Uh, right. And I feel uh, a lot of our listeners worry because we've been we have a lot of interviews with with the indie indie people who who would go on Kickstarter and luckily would like get it funded and all this stuff and they would just quit their job and doing things like that. I think it's important to highlight that there's a lot of options you can try before you have to quit your full-time job and there's <laughs> test the waters first and this is definitely one of the avenues yeah for sure well what i want to know is is there any inkling or i guess hint at repeat winning like do you know anyone who's tried to apply twice or three times and actually has been successful they've gotten like maybe a ten thousand and then a fifteen thousand or anything like that or are you kind of in, in a like, hey, man, this is a genie that gives one wish and then you're done? That's actually a really good question. Uh, that's never crossed my mind, actually. I have no idea because it doesn't say anywhere on their website mm-hmm. uh, that I know of. I should actually look around and see if I can see it. But I don't see any rule or anything that says, oh, hey, if, by the way, if you do successfully get a dev grant, that's it. You can't don't get Don't apply it. anymore. You, you're not qualified for like another one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like that's actually a really good question. And you could probably very easily just um, email or contact uh, Epic. You might even do like a search in the forum. That's actually what I might do maybe tomorrow or, or something. Mm-hmm. Just do like a quick search on their forum because they do have like a whole thread 
that's dedicated to Unreal Dev Grant info. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure someone's probably already um, asked about that. And they do have an FAQ. I'm looking at it right now for Dev Grants. And I don't really see that specific question on here. Um, but I do see one. There's a question that says, can I apply more than once for the same project? And it yeah. says, the answer is, sure thing. Don't think of Unreal Dev Grants as a competition, though spamming us probably isn't the best idea either. That, that, that's a different question. That, that's, that's asking more, um, if I didn't get the Dev Grant on the first try, can I keep asking more than once? Mm-hmm. They're saying that you can, but yeah. don't spam them. Don't keep sending them the same napkin with yeah. a different sketch on it, hoping <laughs> that you'll get better results. Yeah, that's the failure question. We're, we're looking for the winner. Mm-hmm. and I want to keep winning type of question? <laughs> well, there is, uh, this question is a little bit different, but it's kind of in the same sort of territory, I think. Uh, one of the questions in the FAQ is, can I apply for more than one project? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, absolutely. If you're making more than one stellar Unreal Engine product, we certainly want to know about it. Mm-hmm. So, that might it looks like it's right possible. There. Yeah, you, you, it looks like you can work on like, one game, get a dev grant, then work on another game, get a dev grant, maybe make a, a living out of that. Just <laughs> No, no, that was Leo uh, Awesome Game Part 1. I'm yeah. looking for Leo's Game Part 2 funding. <laughs> that was my zombie game. This is a poker game. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. Never, so mind. Do that. <laughs> Never mind my image spending money. Yeah, but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so I guess it is possible to apply more than once. Um, I think it's healthy for them too. Like if they have like a good horse, right? That's producing awesome Unreal content. All they care about is like you know getting reaching new audiences and just having people telling how awesome their thing is. So they're not opposed to it. But uh, yeah, I think it does require some research on to see if they have uh, given out the same recipient twice before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it seems like they, they're open to it, though. Yeah, they're they're really loose with uh, with these rules. Like, I feel like if another company did something like this, like not to pick on Microsoft, but like a big corporate, you know, entity like that did something like this, they'd probably have like super rigid rules and yeah, tons yeah. of like end user license agreements mm-hmm. to read through. We own everything you submit. We're just giving you yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the key thing right there. It's Two like years from money. now, you have to give the money back. Yeah. <laughs> With interest. With interest. <laughs> no, I don't know. But uh, this stuff seems really loose, like just very like user-friendly. They didn't. Uh, you can tell they didn't want to scare people away. Um with their rules or legalities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, sounds like the Chinese are doing a good job then. <laughs> <laughs> Some people may not know what you're referring to when you say that. Uh, Epic's owned by Tencent, which owns everything, by the way. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think they own like 40% of or something like that. I don't know. You could probably research it online. But yeah, Tencent... I know bought, I think in 2014, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They bought a, a ton of shares of, uh, of Epic or stock or whatever. So they definitely have some kind of say over there. Um, Has there been a big momentum shift from that sale? Did, 
so this this contest or this grant program um, was somewhere in 2015, right? When they first announced it, or was it 2014? That's a really good question. I don't know, and I don't see that answer on the website. Because there was definitely a point in Epic's history where they said they they shift. Well, I mean, they've always had the engine, but I felt like recently they they mostly focus on engine more than games. Mm-hmm. And I feel I feel like it was around that time when they became more of an engine company, right? Than than Gears of War company. Well, yeah. It, I mean, you. It, I have to. I have to jump in for that one. They've always had the million dollar like make something unreal yeah, yeah, contest. Yeah, they do, yeah. you know, and they've been oh yeah, yeah, they've been doing this type of stuff for a while, getting people to like, hey, take our engine and make something cool. Yeah. But like, I think all of those contests have been game related, like exclusively, like, hey, this is a cool game I made, or this is a really cool right. level I made for Unreal Tournament or for some side of game. Uh, the first really big make something unreal winner that I remember was like. Uh, the ball from like uh, Short de Jong. Short, I remember I, I that one. His first name. Yes, yes. The guy that travels all over the world, like teaching. Yeah. Real. But then now it's like, well, do you give that one guy a million bucks and his team, mm. or do you take five million bucks and give everyone in the community a little something to acknowledge or to help kick the community going? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it just was an evolution of a cool idea that they had already had, but. Either way, I'm just happy, you know, like, I'm happy to see the community getting uh, some positive reinforcement from Epic Games, getting some notice, getting some publicity, and then also getting some, you know, financial stability. Even if it's two, three, four weeks of I don't have to pay bills, I can just keep working on this. Some people, that's the difference between a finished product or not, you know? Yeah. Well, you know who's happier, right? Leo Gonzalez. (laughs) (laughs) That That was a good Monday. (laughs) <laughs> so did you tell your coworker? I assume you told some people, right? Or you just, no, uh, just waited tell. for them to come up to you? I didn't tell anybody. So that uh, Monday morning when I was at work and I was booting up my workstation at the studio, I was just, you know, well, let me check my email on my phone and stuff while my computer boots up. And then that's when I saw the email. And um, I think it was the next day. It might have been that same... I don't remember. It might have been the next day. There was, um, you know, Epic on their main website, the Unreal Engine like blog website. Um, sometimes a news item will be like a summary of the latest Dev Grant awardees, right? Right. And I was in that list. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so we gave you know this, this, and this to this team. This, this, and this, this team. We also gave a round of educational grants to like this guy, this person, and that person. And I was in that list, and people saw it at work. So I had people coming up to me like, "Hey, man, um, I think I could borrow like a thousand dollars." Are you oh. serious? As a yeah, had, and people, yeah, yeah, they were joking around. They were yeah. just like messing around with me. But people kept coming up to me like, "Hey, I heard you hit the big time. So you gonna <laughs> you gonna go on a long vacation or something?" Like just people messing around and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, cool, but dude. pretty much yeah, pretty much the whole studio knew about it. <laughs> That that is definitely slightly dropping my nuts around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, I'm sure the boss will take notice. Like I'm valuable, right? Just just mm-hmm. look, and you just just play it cool. You know, it's like, oh, that thing on Unreal. Oh yeah, it's you know, it's whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, word got out pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, it's always I had no control over it. Yeah. Well, you know what's something else that we don't have much control over? The fact that we've been podcasting for an hour, Mr. Leo Gonzalez. You've been oh, here wow. before. You already know what this means. You have earned complete silence from Brandon and I as you can broadcast, promote, or talk about something special in your life, something that's awesome that you're working on, uh, or just raise awareness for you know the SEAL clubbing that's happening out there. So anything that you'd like to talk about, the floor is yours. Um, gee, I didn't think of I, I forgot about this part podcast. <laughs> I didn't think of uh of anything seal clubbing really <laughs> that's all you guys um I don't know uh since we're talking about dev grants let's raise awareness about unreal dev grants I think more people need to learn about it mm-hmm. and not just know that it's out there but get informed and educated go to the website read like the two paragraphs or whatever of instructions, which is nothing that tells you exactly what to do. Um, do something cool with Unreal and go get yourself uh, a dev grant and, uh, you know, move to some remote island somewhere and work on your game on a beach in a laptop or something. All for $10,000. <laughs> well, no, I'm, just, I'm, pretty, I'm messing with you. You have to be a, a, an island with a very low currency exchange. At least for that week. We're talking about a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, hey, um, since you guys are quiet and I'm the one with the microphone, Mr. Leo Gonzalez, as always, thank you for being a part of this podcast. We need to get you an MVP trophy for all your contributions. Congratulations again on uh, getting the Unreal Dev Grant. And for all the audience members who are still listening to me talk, I'm Larry Charles. Have a good night. And it's Brandon Fan. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Leo and Leo. <laughs> oh, take care, guys. Thanks a lot for listening, man. All right. Good night, guys. What's up, podcast listeners? This is Larry Charles from Game Dev Unchained, the podcast. And I just want to thank you personally for being a big fan and supporter of what we do. Each week, Brandon and I try to give you a new guest and a new topic. And we've been doing it for 50 episodes. That means we are two episodes away from one year full of complete podcasting every single week. So what we're asking is we want to have you guys be part of the podcast for the last episode of this year. We kind of want to have little shout outs and, you know, little thank you moments from people who actually enjoy listening to our podcast. So all you got to do is open up whatever program you use for recording sounds or, or music on your computer and take 10 to 15 seconds and just say, Hey, I'm so-and-so from such and such. Thank you so much for Game Dev Unchained, the podcast. I love the show, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then send that to us at brandonfam at gameschoolonline.com. We're going to compile all the best ones, and we're going to put them in the 52nd episode of Game Dev Unchained. So this is your opportunity to join the podcast, to be part of the famous, famous group of people who have graced our presence, and just drop us a like, a thumbs up, or some sort of audio comment that we can share with the world on your behalf. So thanks again for being a fan and a listener and hopefully also a supporter no haters allowed game dev unchained the podcast hopefully this has been a great year and we thank you for being along for the ride all right peace